Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
Hallelujah. Time for the word of God. Stand to your feet. Something good. Oh, clap your hands and sing unto the Lord. This very day. Let's welcome our Bishop, Bishop Ishmael Saul. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. 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 Who is passing your way? Who is passing your way? It means something good is coming your way. And I'm if you are ready to receive from Jesus. Thank you, Father, for all these hands lifted up in expectation that you touch them. May no one live here the same as he or she came to this place in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And let us take our seats and open our Bibles. To Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, What? Let's all read it together, saying, What? He's giving unto me. All power, power includes every power. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. What are some of the powers you know? Power to do what? Hey, power to buy a house. Okay, that's money power. Power to win souls. Okay. I hope you won a soul today. Okay. Uh huh. Power to cast out. So all power. Jesus said, all power is given unto me. Hallelujah. In the verse 19, when he said all power is given unto me, then he shows us what to do with the power. He said what? 
Go ye therefore, hallelujah, and teach all nations. And that's what we call the Great Commission, isn't it? Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Teach, teach all nations, baptizing the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So go, if you like, go and, win, go and be a soul winner. So the power has been given to do the work of God. And the ultimate of the work of God is to win souls. The reason why we are here as a church is that souls will be won and souls will be established. And that people will die in the Lord. That's the reason why we are here. And therefore, God wants us to keep this in mind. Last week, we had our maintenance of the AIM conference. Hallelujah. Which reminded us of this commission that we should stick to it. We should stick to it and make sure that we maintain the AIM and so we read in 1 Corinthians 15, 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, where is it? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It said, therefore, are you in your Bibles? You have to underline your Bible, put markers on it. When you go home, you read it. You get it. Some of you using your phones. If you are using your phone, take it to air, air. What do you call it? Air, airplane mode. So that you can receive text messages. Airplane mode will not let you only concentrate on the scriptures. So that nothing takes your attention from the word of God. But ideally, you should be able to mark your Bible. If your Bible is on a tablet, mark it, make notes. So get applications of the Bible that can make you make notes. And when you go, you read it. So Jesus said concerning the purpose and the aim that Therefore, my beloved, shall we all read it together? Ready, go. Beloved brethren, be, be steadfast, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So we should continue with the aim steadfastly. Are you getting me? We shouldn't deviate from the aim. If you, if you look around, you see that many churches many Christians have deviated from the aim. The reason why this building is here and the church is here is to maintain the aim. To the end that at the, at the, uh, at the, at the end of the day, we shall win souls. Souls will be won, souls will be established, young people will be saved. Hallelujah. More young people will be saved. More old people will be saved. Every type of person will be saved. Hallelujah. So we need to stick to the aim of soul winning. The church must not lose its purpose. The church must not lose its purpose. Yes, so many things are being done by the church these days. And he said the church has really deviated from the reason, the purpose for which God established the church. And God made Jesus Christ to come and die for us. Amen. So the main purpose is what? To win souls. Now, today, I want you to know that to win souls, for you to be able to win a soul, you must first of all have proper respect for the souls. You must first of all have proper respect for the souls. One. Two. You must also respect the role of the devil in souls. If you take it for granted, you cannot win souls. Are you getting me? 
if you take the role of the devil in soul winning for granted, you will not win souls. Why am I saying that? If you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, just briefly and we'll close. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Thank you. 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 4 verse 3. 4, 3. Um, it says what? Shall we all read together? Because you don't read your Bible, so let's all read it together at least. You know that at the end of the day, you can say you read your Bible. <laughs> so what does it say? Ready, go. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. For in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So who has blinded people that they don't, they don't respond to the gospel? The devil. I'm asking, who has blinded people? The devil. The God, God of, of this, this world, world, that is Satan. Jesus is not the God of this world. It's Satan. So if anybody cannot accept and accept the gospel, you should know that it is not the person's doing. Are you, are you getting it? It is the, because the God of this world, Satan has blinded. That's also that you are very surprised when people are arguing. And you can see that you were also like that some time ago. How many of you were like that some time ago? If anybody came to witness to you about Jesus, you would argue. You would tell them why there is no heaven, why there is no hell, why, 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 why there is no born again, why it doesn't make sense. You argue. Why were we arguing and why are we not arguing now? Do you get it? And why are people still arguing and people still doubting? Bible says, in whom the God of this world has blinded. So it is because something else has blinded their minds. You know, to accept Jesus is not intelligence. It's not intelligence. If you go to Europe, they say that Africans are serving the Lord because they are poor. But Europeans have forgotten that they even brought the gospel. You see, so what happens is that when people get, as people say, when they get themselves, when people get themselves, that's why people say it is hard for a rich man to go through the, um, enter the kingdom than for, for a camel to go to the eye of a needle. Is that so? Good. You see, so, so it's something that blinds you. It blinds your mind. You go to school. You go to school, you get some small two or three uh, degrees. And suddenly you know more than God. Suddenly you know more than God. Do you get it? But the, for us who understand and who have been there before, we know that it is the God of this world. So when you are witnessing to anybody, a person is arguing, don't be angry. And don't be angry at the person. Be angry at the spirit behind why the person is behaving the way he's behaving or the way she is behaving. You should know there's something behind why the person is saying there's no God. Why the person is ridiculing you for going to church. Why the person is saying that he doesn't know what all these people, they are wasting their time. They are doing that. When somebody comes to church or see Christians jumping and shouting, he said they don't know what they are doing. If this same person goes to a football stadium, and you see big men with big stomachs shouting and crying. That one, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. You see, because that, you see, that is their passion. We too, our passion is Christ. 
Is, is that not so? That is our passion. It's Christ. So we will jump, we will shout, we will halal, we will do anything for Christ. But you have to understand that the God of this world has blinded, just as he blinded us. You, you, you get it? Because some time ago, I wouldn't go to church and I wouldn't accept the gospel. So if they have been blinded, let's read Matthew chapter 12 also. I said my message is very short. It says, Mark 3, 27. Mark chapter 3, verse 27. It says, no man, no man, I'm surprised you have stopped reading. Let's all read. Be, uh -huh. A strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. No man can do what? Enter, Enter into, into a strong man's house. house. Now the Bible is saying that the God of this world has blinded them. Do you get it? And so they are in the grip of the God of this world. Before you can get a soul, it's not just eating and thinking about I'm going witnessing. No. No. You must first bind the strong man. So sometimes people say we are going so when I look at them. You have to bind. Because it's not, the soul is not just going to fall on, on, on your word. No. Those who do that have already been prayed for. I was witness to several times. I never got born again. Until the spirit had finished with me. I don't know how. I got born again crying. Nobody even witnessed to me. Because somebody had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for me. So you need to pray for souls. If you met the souls, the soul by chance, you couldn't say, I'm going to fast and pray for the soul because you may not meet the soul again. Before you start, you must say a prayer. And what prayer are you going to pray? Bind the strong man. Bind the God of this world who has blinded that soul and expose the person's mind to light. In that way, when you, when you talk, the person will receive and accept. You need to even pray. The Bible said, I will take their heart of stone and put in the heart of flesh. You need even to pray for their hearts. That their heart will be receptive to the word of God. And then they will receive it. So you see many times you go, you go out reaching. And Satan allows them to listen to you. But when you leave they forget. Because you have not done no prayer. Because you don't respect the person who is holding them. You don't give any respect to the person who is holding them. Are you getting it? Somebody is holding them. And it's not going to be just you going, getting up in the night, afternoon and say, they say witness, you are going to witness. You will not even get anybody. You will not even get anybody. So the place of prayer in soul winning is very, very important. And more so this time round. Look, if you thought there was sin 20 years ago, this time it is wild. It is wilder. Things that people are exposed to, you have no idea. Even sometimes in church, as I'm preaching, people are watching pornography. That's why those who um, are holding their, their phones, you have to be watching what they are. Sometimes just take a pee. You said some of you are even watching football. Sports. Yeah. Some are even watching sports. <laughs> some are betting. Hey, they are using the scriptures to bet. When I say, my two days, they say, ah! Too sure. 
the God of this world. So you need to pray for souls. There is no soul that has not, has not got an owner. Somebody owns their soul. And you have to pray for the soul. Hallelujah. And then you have to also recognize the role of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to talk about three things, but I'll talk about two things. Prayer for the souls and the role of the Holy Spirit. If you want to pray for souls, you may, you, you may pray that, Father, this week, I am praying for two souls that I want to win for Christ. You may not know where they are. If you know them, you can also pray for them. And as I go to witness to them, may your word enter their heart and your word break any form of resistance to the, to the knowledge of the gospel. That's what you have to do. Do you get it? You don't just go out and say, I'm going to win souls. That's why they will come and say, come and pick me at nine. But when you go, they are not there. Yes. But you cannot win souls like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you need to pray for the souls. How many of you are going to pray for souls this week? Some of you, there are souls around you. Some of them, you can even pray for them one year in advance. One year, you are still praying for them. Whilst you are still winning those who have been prayed for. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now let's go to the role of the Holy Spirit. The role of the Holy Spirit. You know, Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. If you go to Acts 1 8. It says, but ye shall receive what? Ye shall receive what? Remember Jesus said, all power. All power. Then now he said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And what will you be? What shall you do? You will do what? You will do what? You will do what? Oh, I can't hear you. You will do what? Those at the back, I can't hear you. You will do what? Witness. The power of the Holy Spirit is for witnessing. It's for witnessing. Be I mean, basically, it's for witnessing. You may, it, because it, it, the Holy Spirit is there, so many other things will happen. But basically, Bible said that you shall receive power and then you witness unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria and to the uttermost part of this world. That means that around you and all over, you may have to go even further than where you are to witness. And so the power of the Holy Spirit is given to you to witness. Witness. Meanwhile, the Holy Spirit, when he comes to your life, so many other things can happen to you. Uh -huh. What are some of the things that can happen to you when the Holy Spirit comes into your life? Sorry? No, no, blessings. That's not the thing that can happen to you. Those people will lead you. You are going to go for a job. Those people can lead you how to get a job. You are doing business. He can give you directions. He, uh, the Holy Spirit can lead you to learn. You, are, you see, people, you're the best apple. The best apple is when you have learned well. And when you are learning, to you pray the Holy Spirit to direct you to learn. But then you realize, oh, the things you learned when you go that is where the questions will be where the questions will be set and then also he will bring to your remembrance remember the said that the holy don't don't think about what you say in that day for the holy spirit himself will bring to your remembrance now what can you be remembered of what you have what you know already you get it so when you will learn you know so that you can read that then you forget but because you have learned it 
when you go and sit down, then the Holy Ghost will bring to your remembrance. How many of you think that this is good? Very, very powerful. But you know, it starts by doing what the Holy Spirit is giving to you basically to do. And what is it? Win souls. To win souls. You see, you're not putting your hands together. If I said, he's going to give you a job, he's going to, that one, you'll be shouting and clapping over the, jumping over the roof. He says, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes on you. And then you'll be witnesses. You'll be what? Witnesses. So you cannot, that also means that you cannot do an effective witnessing without the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? You cannot do effective soul winning without the help of the Holy Spirit. So that when you wake up in the morning, when you live as a Christian, you want to go and win souls, ask for the Holy Spirit to help you. Because the Bible said that it's the Holy Spirit who shall convict the world. Convict the world of sin. Many people who get born again are not convicted. They are not convicted. Some become born again because they want to join the church. I mean, when you make the altar call, there's a beautiful church. Oh, nice church, nice people. I want to join them. So when you make altar call, they join, they come and respond to the altar call because they want to join the church. Not because they have been convicted by the Holy Spirit in their heart about sin, about judgment, to come and give their life to Jesus. Yeah, it's two things. No, because, because you don't pray and ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So if you read the book, I think the chapter 3, it talks about the role of the Holy Spirit. And we all read, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. We, it is also for soul winning. It is when the Holy Spirit is with you that nobody is, if you like, too sinful or too, of a, too much of an unbeliever to be saved. Because it's not by might. It's not by power. The heart shall be broken. Yeah. Whatever thoughts, anything that has exalted itself above the knowledge of Jesus by the Holy Spirit shall be broken. And so sometimes you need to pray for people and say, look, I take their minds captive to the obedience of Jesus. May the Holy Spirit... Now, sometimes you need to pray such prayers. Some of you are only praying against witches and wizards, witches and wizards. You have to take people's minds captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. When you want a man to marry, you say, Father, I bind his mind. When he sees me, may he propose to me. I bind his mind. May he look at my, my may he look my way. When he sees, when he, when, and the man say, when I propose to her, may she see me as an angel. And may she see a different person. And may she respond holy spirit yeah it's a good the Holy Spirit can do that for you but first of all use it to win souls first of all do what use it to win souls so winning will be so simple and of course bible said not everybody will be saved not everybody to be saved but you pray for the person pray that the holy spirit himself will take the word of god and talk to the people talk to the people Talk to the people. Let's go to Acts chapter 9. In closing. Acts chapter 9. Verse 1. We'll read verse 1 to 7. 
It says that, and Saul, yes, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest. That is Saul. And then the next verse says what? And desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Hey, this man, he has work to do. And as he journeyed, he came to their Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. May, you see, when you go to witness people, may light from heaven shine around them. When that light shines around you, you can't resist. And no sin will be too big that God cannot save. And the so-called people you say, this guy is a very bad person. He can't be saved. He can't be saved. It's because you think you are going to save him. And doing so winning is not even in the amount of words you use. No. It's the appropriate scripture you quote and allowing the Holy Spirit to do his work. Appropriate scripture you quote and allow the Holy Spirit to do his work for, for the light to shine on the person. And the Bible says, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why persecutors thou me? You may not hear a voice. And then say, who art thou, Christ? And then Jesus said, you can't kick the, against the pricks and win. Let's go to verse, verse 14. Let's go to verse 14. Okay, and here, he had authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. Now, let's go to the verse before that and before that and before that. That was Ananias, isn't it? Ananias. And, uh -huh. and there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Next verse. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. Paul is praying. And he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming to him. Next verse. Then, then Ananias answered, Ananias said, Lord, I've heard about many about this man. How this man was a bad, is a bad man. This man has been killing Christians. This man is a sinner. This man is a, a well, disco taker. This man goes to a disco. This man is a womanizer. This man is a, how can this man be saved? How can this man be saved? But you see, if God touches the heart of people, no matter how sinful their heart is, they will be saved. No matter. That is why you need to commit them to the Holy Spirit. In prayer, after you have broken the hand of the enemy over their lives, if you want the people in your area to be saved, break the hand of the enemy over their lives. But nobody resists the gospel for resisting sake. It is the devil. Are you getting what I'm saying? And no one is too sinful. No sin, nobody is too much of a sinner that God cannot save. So when the Holy Spirit comes, what happens? People get saved. Amen. People do what? Get saved. 
if you look at, if you go to the book of Acts chapter 2, just in closing. Acts chapter 2, 1 to 5. I'm talking about how to effectively be a soul winner. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rising mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. And listen, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem so many people. Are you here with me? After the Spirit came upon them, they were dwelling at Jerusalem so many people. So when you jump to verse 37, so many people, now the Holy Spirit has come and so many people were there. Then you go to verse 37. It said that, and Peter, you remember Peter got up and preached. Peter got up and preached. And the Bible said, now, when they heard this, they were what? When they heard it, they were what? When they heard it, they were what? You see, I make you to stay because sometimes when I'm preaching, you can be absent-minded. So, follow and do what we are saying. When they heard it, they were what? Pricked in their Pricked hearts. in their hearts. So when you go and witness to people, there should be some pricking. The Holy Spirit should, something should enter their hearts. They were pricked in their hearts and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? They asked, what shall we do? Have you gone witnessing? And whilst we are witnessing, the people said, please, 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 what do you want us to do? Has it happened to you before? It is the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? The Holy Spirit. If you go with the Holy Spirit and you pray and you start talking, they will not, they will not even make you talk too much. You would by the time you realize, they say, what shall we do? And then the Bible says, next verse. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peter told them what? Peter told them what? Repent and be baptized. Now they were ready because the Holy Spirit has worked on them. When Peter was speaking, the word was like, it was spirit. It was, it was life. It was entering into them. And the hardest of criminal will say that, what must I do? What should I do? What should I do? So that when they have gone around and they've not given their life to Christ, begin to pray for them. Begin to target some people in the community who when they are saved, the whole community will be saved. And rain the Holy Spirit upon them. Rain it. Rain it upon them. Some can take a year. Some can take months. Some by faith can take hours. Rain upon them. Hallelujah. And then the Bible said, the next verse. For the promise is unto you and to your children. The next verse. And with many other words did he testify. Testify and exhort saying, 
Save yourself from this untoward generation. And at the end of the day, how many of, you, of them gave their life to Christ that day? 3,000 people were saved. Wow. 3,000 people. They were saved because they were first of all praying in the upper room and then the Holy Spirit came upon them. So as he was witnessing, he didn't witness by his strength. That's why he said, not by might, not by power. Some of you think that by nice argument, by nice argument and by um, good logic and systematic <laughs> systematic presentation, you'll be able to change people's heart. Look, those people who even the so-called educated people, they are the ones you don't even have to reason with them. They are the ones you don't reason with them. They are the ones you tell you must be born again and just pray. But I realize they go home, they can't sleep. They say, ah, something is, the words will be ringing in their head because you are praying. The Holy Ghost is convicting them. Next time they see you and they will ask you, what was it that you were telling me? Because where the person is, your nice argument will not take you anywhere. And but I realize they are asking you questions that you don't have answers. Yeah. One day I was talking to somebody about Christ. <laughs> He asked me a lot of questions. I didn't have answers. And I told that the answers I have, if I give to you, you'll be confused. I just told them to save myself. <laughs> I, told them to go, I, told him to, I told him to save myself. I told him the answers I have, if I give to you, you'll be confused. So I won't give to you. Your first thing is to give your life to Christ. How many of you know that there are so many things you don't have answers to give? But Bible says we believe and we say we can't go beyond what God has told us. We can't go beyond it. Whether you be saved or not, it is God who will break your heart. It is God who will convict you. You cannot, anytime you go, so I want to go and look for argument and things where the person will be saved. You are rather wasting your time. Pray for the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray that they will have their Damascus experience in their sleep and in whatever it is. They will have their Damascus experience and they will be born again. So what are we going to do? Maintenance of the aim. Maintaining the aim. When you maintain the aim, when you maintain the aim, then the Bible says, my favorite scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things, what are the these things? What are the these things? Cars, marriage, wedding gown, honeymoon money, houses, what again? Dollars. Oh, dollars. Eh? Dollars. <laughs> Visa. All these things. What? All these things. So church, let's keep on. Let's keep on. Seeking for the kingdom of God. Many people shall come and see you. And they will see a blessed people. They will say, hey, what are these people doing that they are blessed like that? What are these people that they are getting the best of jobs like that? What are these people doing that God is blessed? You will tell them that because we are seeking first the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Talk to your young brothers. Talk to your young sisters. Talk to your classmates. Tell them about Jesus and him crucified. As you are talking about Jesus, God is talking to, for you about your employment. 
As you are talking to you about Jesus, God is representing you at your interview. As you are doing that, hey, God is sending angels, angels, angels to help you. So seek first to maintain the aim. Seek first. And I believe, as sure as it is, like um, Reverend Richard said, when you look at the team, a team, it's these days that teams are this. But if you look at red teams like Manchester United, When you look at the team, you see the players. You hear what you want to bet. Is that not so? When you look at God and his word, he says, seek first the kingdom of heaven. This is more than any bet. Bet Niger. Bet to bet. Bet what? Bet way. More than any bet. Today I'm giving you a sure bet. They call it what? God bet. God bet. Put your trust on this word and seek first. Seek first. This week mustn't pass by you without talking to somebody about Jesus. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Talk to a person about how you... You see, a witness is witnessing about what Jesus has done for you. Is that not so? If you look at heaven bellings, you can see God has done a lot for him. So tell them. That's witnessing. I used to be this and now I am this. And who did it for you? Jesus did it for me. And Jesus who did it for me can what? Do it for you too. That is witnessing. Is that not so? Simple. And everybody has got a story. Everybody has got a story. Use your story to talk to somebody about Jesus. How many of you are going to seek first the kingdom of God? I see the Lord blessing you as you seek first. I see the Holy Spirit being given to you without measure, without measure, without measure, without measure in your home, on your children, on your job, whatever you are doing, I see the Holy Spirit being given to you without measure. As you do first what the Holy Spirit has been given to you to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your hand and just say, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me as I go out to win souls. Yes, I've always heard this scripture, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. I've only applied it to miracles for my life. But today I'm applying it to soul winning. Yes. That as I go, no matter how the person is, yes. by the Holy Spirit, yes. the person will be convicted Shandere and give his or her life to Jesus. The worst of sinners will be convicted and give his or her life to Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill us Spirit. to go out there yes, Lord. and be witnesses. He said, yes. you shall receive power. Yes. Power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you know that when the power is there, things that you have not been taught of will be taken care of. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit here today. Falling on young people, old people, every kind of person falling. Father, we go out there and be so witness. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We give you praise. Yes. We give you glory. May we never forget. Jesus. May we never forget that this is why you came to die, so that sinners will be saved, and those who are saved will be established, yes. and those who are established, saved and established, will be fruitful. Yes. This is what you came to do. We pray for grace to maintain this aim 
and to do this till you call us home in the name of the Lord Jesus. By our lives and through us, may people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. May people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. When we stand and we witness, may the word in our mouth become life and spirit yes. by the help of the Holy Spirit yes. so that people shall be set free from bondages of sin and anything that keeps them in darkness so that they will come into the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. We're just about to close. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Very, very important. No movement, please. Very, very important. Maybe you came to church today on your own or someone invited you to church. But deep, deep down in your heart, you are not saved. You are not born again. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, please, no talking. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. So please pray for me. You are here. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Every eye closed. I need you to lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. God bless you. God bless you. Close your eyes and lift your hand. I see hands all over the place. Lift it up high. God bless all of you. God bless all of you whose hands are up. You are the reason Jesus came to die. You are the reason Jesus came to die. Lift it up. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, I need you to just take your phone, your Bible, and just walk to me from wherever you are. God bless you. Just walk to me. Don't be shy of anybody. Just walk to me. Some people are going to help you to come. Put your hands up for them as they come. Can you give her volume? Oh, put your hands together for them as they come. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Come and receive salvation. You don't have to come to church and go back the same. to say pastor I don't want to go to hell there is a heaven and there is a hell I want to give my life to Jesus I want to give my life I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die so please pray for me we're still waiting for you come and give your life to Jesus you are the reason Jesus came to die you are the reason for this service that we are having come and give your life to Jesus there's no need to go out of this place without giving your life to Jesus. So one more time, you want to give your life to Jesus, we are waiting for you. Just come. Come and give your life to Jesus. God bless you. Put your hands together for her. Put your hands together for her. Come in. Ah, another person is coming. Put your hands together for him. God bless you. 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 Now, those of you here, 
if you invited any of these ones here and you are here, I want you to come and stand right behind them for a blessing. You invited any of these ones here, I want you to come and stand right behind them. If you brought any of these ones to church, maybe the cameraman can show their face so that people will see who they are. If you brought any of these ones to church, come and, come and stand right behind them and you are still waiting for you to give your life to Christ, you can come Someone brought you, but the person is not here. Okay. Father, I want to praise your name for all these ones who brought these souls to come unto Jesus. They spend the week talking to people about Jesus, and they spend their energy and their time to bring them to church in obedience to your word for us to be witnesses and soul witnesses. They didn't make waste the Holy Spirit upon their lives. They used the Holy Spirit to talk to people and be convicted to come. Thank you for their lives and thank you for the people they brought. Bless them to see your hand in their lives in obedience to your call to be witnesses in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Those of you here and those in the congregation who can also join, I want you to say this with me minute and say it from your heart say dear lord jesus dear lord jesus i thank you for today i thank you for today i believe in my heart i believe in my heart that jesus christ that jesus christ is the son of god is the son of god i confess with my mouth i confess with my mouth that jesus that jesus is lord is lord thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus that by this prayer that by this prayer and this confession and this confession you have forgiven me of my sins you have forgiven me of my sins you have washed me with your blood you have washed me with your blood and you have made me your child and you have made me your child from today from today i am yours i am yours and you are mine and you are mine in jesus name in jesus name amen amen put your hands together for them God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. 
also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.